This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special episode of the BCP. Ladies and gentlemen, I know I always say this, but this one is long overdue. Very happy right now to welcome in. Let's just be real. Super handsome guy. Let's get that out of the way right now. Hashtag wrestling fashion. Love the hair. He is a former IWF, IWF heavyweight champion, tag champion, American champion, a IWF junior heavyweight champion. I guess that makes him an IWF grand slam champion. He is the former. We'll talk about this in a little bit. Warriors of wrestling. No limits champion. Please welcome into the show after his AEW dark debut. Mr. Chris Steeler. Chris, welcome in, man. How are you, bro? Thank you. Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for making the time, dude. Uh, So much to talk about here. Um, I didn't want to mention this. I got to meet you. Man, I guess over the summer last year uh, at a Lincoln Park show it was like, well, a Lincoln Park tribute show, I should say, um, you know, benefit, um, you know, for mental health and, and things of that nature, uh, suicide prevention and all that. It was a great show, man. So the first thing I want oh, to yeah. ask you out of the gate, man, uh, was like Lincoln Park, like one of your favorites. Or were you just hanging out or? Yeah. Well, like what was no, your relation there? I mean, yeah, Lincoln Park. I mean, think about it. I'm 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 an older I'm, I'm older. So Lincoln Park was like just started when i was in high school like they were yeah. so lincoln park was uh it was huge it was you know they they that first album came out in when i was what two, two what was that 2000 like something right around there so i was, yeah. I was in high school yeah. i was in high school so so like i mean one step closer was huge for especially with like you know stuff that i was going through and what a lot oh, wow. of people were going through so it was it was huge and then um uh one of my uh I guess, you know, one of my stable mates in one of my, in one of my, uh, factions was, uh, the, one of the guitarists and bass players for the, for that tribute show, uh, Luke, you know, Lucas Finnegan. Oh yeah. Um, the, the wrestler. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, great. So, yeah. We had him on the show. I love him. Yeah. Amazing. So he was, he was, you know, big part of like, I go every single time they do it. I mean, they're going to do it again this year too. So nice. I'll be right there. Cause, cause that band, man, they put on. They, they put on a really good, really good show and they sing those songs really well, which are tough to sing, trying to do Chester's yeah. screams and oh, it's, it's rough, man. You got to be good. You got to have a lot of confidence to try to do his, yeah. his shit. So they, they did, they did him credit, man. I'll get, I'll give him that. They had a couple guys kind of rotating through the vocals. Um, and the one guy I thought, uh, particularly knocked check, uh, Chester out of the park. So that was very well done, yeah. man. Um, did you ever play any music or any instruments like that? Did you ever get into that realm? Uh, I, I plead the fifth on the, the instrument that I played in high school. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I nice. was in like the, stu- yeah, I was in like the stupid, like, like, you know, the regular band, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but I, I never, I, I was never able to really learn an instrument. You know, I couldn't sing. I can't paint. I can't do any of that stuff. So I wrestle. <laughs> that's yeah. my, you know, that's my way of being, you know, the entertainer, my art form. Like, like I can't do the other stuff. So, you know, I think I'm pretty good at, 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 at what I'm doing now. So. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll say, man, I want to bury the lead here, but I mean, I do want to talk about AEW Dark. You know, um, I, I mentioned to you, um, you know, when I first or second time I met you at Warriors of Wrestling, uh, we were talking, man, you know, I'm like, I really want to get you on the pod, man. You're doing great things. Um, and I always love like talking to everybody and see where they are in their journey 
because a lot of our friends like have succeeded in this business, even during a pandemic, which is wild. Um, and people are making it and getting opportunities or looks or whatever it is like you just did with AEW. And I remember talking to you, man. You're like, yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years, bro. Um, like, you know, now's my time. I'm going for it. I want it. I'm traveling. I'm putting in the miles. I'm putting in the work. And then sure enough, man, I see you walking up uh, backstage, you know, up into the AEW. I'm like, my God, I'm like, good for you, man, Steeler. So tell us what that was like, man. Um, you know, getting to work with, I believe, who was it? It was Lethal and Sunny Kiss, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it was like you said, 20 years, you know, everybody, I think this was something that um, Serena, uh, Serena Deeb said to me um, in, in, at one of our uh, um, seminars that, that, that we held. I heard she years. liked you. I heard she liked you, Steeler. That's all I'm going to say. I heard good things. That's, that was great. Uh, she was awesome. She was very, you know, very educational, very informative. I learned a lot. But what she said was um, everybody's on their own timeline. You know, nobody's timeline is wow. is the same. So it's like, you know, you you know, for people that some people are, they, they just, they hit it right off. You know, they, they get in wrestling, they've been doing it for six months, but so just something clicks. Some people and, you know, 20 years and maybe something starting to click now um, and then everything in between. So just because I've been doing this for 20 years, doesn't like maybe I might have started getting a little complacent and giving up just a little bit um a few years ago where maybe in my mindset was you know i'm you know i'm happy with what i'm doing if it happens it happens and and whatnot but what the funny thing is is that now that i had my first real opportunity to wrestle in front of a crowd like that i mean it was there was what somewhere between nine and ten thousand people there and you know looking up and seeing everybody looking at me and hearing my name a couple times because some people knew who I was, but it, it all hit me when I got in the back and I'm not embarrassed to say that when I was taking my boots off in the back, like it all, like all 20 wow. years of everything, like hit me. And I teared, I definitely teared up a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'll say that if you don't care enough about what you're doing to get emotional over something that you've been working for, then you're not, then you don't really care about it at all. But I got to say that, that being backstage at AEW, I mean, I've been backstage for, you know, a SmackDown, a long, long time ago, I was supposed to go again the week of the original shutdown. So that was going to be another opportunity oh, that I, yeah. yeah, that I missed out on. But um, being backstage at AW, they are so organized. It's not, it's not like everybody running around with their head cut off. Like all their producers, all their, you know, higher ups. And I'm not just saying this. So if anybody sees it, that I'm sucking up, but like they were really organized. They were really good at laying out like the exact time things are going to go on and Hey, you, you got six minutes, but planned for four, like just yeah, things like yeah. that. It was, it was just like, it, they were, it was so well done and everybody knew exactly what they needed to be doing. And, um, it was such a good experience. And I learned a lot because I got to talk to people like Mark Henry and Jerry Lynn and Serena wow. again. And like, like just like listening to a, just, it was almost like free seminars. Like Mark Henry sat with me and one of the other guys. Um, wow. It was, it was Joey Ace. He sat with me and Joey Ace for a minute and it wasn't long, but it, it was just like these little, these little things. And um, he looked at me and, and he gave me the greatest um, uh, comparison to what like, uh, or metaphor for like wrestling. And, and I yeah. looked at him and I, and he was just like, how you feeling big man? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little nervous, but I'm like Aww. the nervous that you're that 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 yeah, you're yeah. supposed to be. 
And he goes, nervous. He goes, how long you been doing this? I said, 20 years. He goes, man, you should know how to wrestle. After 20 years, you should know how to wrestle like you know how to jerk off. And I looked at him and I'm like, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and uh, all my nerves went away. And then I went out yeah. there and I, and I, and I had a, you know, I had a really good, I, I think I had a good showing against Lethal, who I've known for a while. Never really got to set, like, wrestle him. But um, if, as anybody who ever watches or goes to Warrior shows, they know how many times I've wrestled Sonny. And the fact that they uh, they trusted me enough to to do, get a lot of offense in and, and, and do yeah. a lot of stuff. And um, I could never, I, I think I still thank Sonny now. Like, anytime I message, I message, Sonny, I, I'm always like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, you did not have to let me do what you let me do. It was, it was great. It was, it was a good experience, and it made me want it even more than I think I have over the last 20 years because now I have a taste of it. Wow. Yeah, man. And coming from, like, um, you know, a fan perspective at, at that event, you know, we were watching, you know, we're up, up in the upper levels, man. And uh, I think, first of all, let me say this, man. You looked like, because we see so many of our friends on AW Dark, um, you know, I, I always kind of pay attention to like nerves and like, you know, what they look like before the bell rings and stuff like I always pay attention to little things and, and you know what they're going to be able to do in such limited time. You looked very natural out there, man. Like you look like you belong. You. I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. Your selling is fantastic, uh, particularly in that match. Um, no doubt in my mind, you'll be back there. Um, and another thing I noticed, because, you know, um, you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit, you know, that they, they kind of walk you guys out, you know, before and then the, they'll have the superstar come out with their entrance. So I noticed the hair, man, you know, I'm like, I'm like, that's Steeler, you know, because you're when you're way up there or whatever. Do you find that you have to like because now that I'm getting the business as commentary and backstage interviewer, like um, like, again, like I'm not in the ring or anything, but I find I got to kind of, you know, clean up a little bit. At the same time, I'm a straight man. I usually get like pushed or beat up by wrestlers or out of the shot or whatever it is. Um, but for you, man, do you have to find like you are putting in like extra work or like, you know, change the hair color? Like what's kind of your philosophy? Because that was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, that's Steeler. Yeah, I, um, you know, I years and years and years ago, I did. Um, I, this was back. I mean, you're talking about like 2009 is the first time I think I did it. And I was listening to I was listening to a band and their their album artwork cover came up on the on the uh, on my phone on the iTunes and the lead singer had like this cool looking hair. So I was like, you know what? I never really seen this before. So mom, screw it. Let's go do it. So for probably about 10 years, I was doing the half blonde, half black Mohawk. Oh, kind of okay. like, kind of like the way Rollins had his hair for yep. a while. Yep. Um, but I was doing it and nobody's ever really seen that. I mean, they, they've seen it, but like it was something a little bit different to make me stand out. Um, and then I went back to like normal hair and, it was cool. And I had, you know, my normal, either it was the, you know, my normal color hair in a, in a mohawk or, or I shaved my head for a while just because whatever. Um, but then now I was like, you know what? Like I, I need to stand out again because, you know, it just, it just helps. So I was like, I'll just dye it blonde again, but I've been dying it like multiple times. Like definitely the hair is dying. I'm going to have to shave my head again soon, but like <laughs> I'm dying it. I'm dying it so much now that when I do it, it's turning almost like, almost white oh wow but, but it 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 i do it i literally do it so the crowd makes fun of it like whether i'm a good guy or a bad guy or face or heel or whatever it it, it gets in a reaction out of the crowd yeah. whether it's somebody somebody making fun of it because i still do my my hair in a in a in a faux hawk and i every crowd i go to now 
will yell at me and go, it's not, it's 2022. Like, yeah. That haircut is done. And I'm like, I know, but the point is for you to make fun of me about it. Yeah. Like that, like I, I'm not doing it for me when I go out, if I go out, my hair is not going to mohawk. Yeah. But in the in the ring, I'm like, yeah, like make fun of me about it. It's the whole point of it. Like, I want you to make fun of me about it. Like, it's that's the best part about it. It's it, it was another thing Serena said. Like, yeah, even if you're trying, even if you're trying to be a heel or trying to be a face, like they might not give you the reaction that you're trying to get out of them. Like, if you're a heel, they might cheer you, and that happens to me a lot of warriors. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, warriors. Yep. Like, I'll straight up tell, I'll look at somebody in the face, and I'll and I'll yell the most profane, offensive thing to them. And they'll just start clapping and say, yeah, like, I'm like, but to me, that just means like, it's to me, it just means like that they actually care about what I'm doing in the ring. Yeah. And whether, if you're going to cheer for me, fine. Um, I can play off of that. And if you're going to boo me, it's great. And if, what, and it doesn't matter as long as they're not silent, I'm good. You can do whatever you want. And, and I'll just go with whatever is happening at that moment. But not a lot of people know how to do that. Like a lot of, newer students that come to warriors and I help train them and they'll go out there for a show and they're trying to be a baby face, but they're booing them. And I'm yeah. like, that's because you're, that's because you're trying to be a baby face. You're trying to get them to cheer you. And if you try to get somebody to like you, they're going to hate you. Yeah. So you just have to go out. You just have to go out there and just let them guide you, but control their guy. It's, it's, it's so weird. It's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's not easy. So it's, and it's like, uh, it's yeah it's it's just like learning it's learning anything it's it's it just takes experience and you can't teach experience yeah man that that's awesome and again like just going back to the hair like just seeing you come out like just from that high high up like i'm like oh yeah that's Steelers. so that's like another thing that just kind of and also coming from a commentary perspective too like you could hear them you know they'll say something about the hair real quick or something like that so that's a good marketing on your part man um yeah yeah, it's brilliant. I, I know you mentioned Serena several times. Um, I got my people at Warriors. Uh, I had heard really great things about you, man. Uh, I had heard, uh, quote, she really liked Steeler, uh, which is awesome. I did see the match with you and Vicky. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because you guys had that intergender match at uh, intergender warfare that first bout. And I remember your promo or something you put out was something along the lines. I've been waiting 16 years to kick this girl in the face or whatever, something like something like that. She fires back. You guys are ready to go. Um, I think you took the dub on that one. Then yeah. you had to defend the belt. Um, you know, Queen Midas of the Indies over here. Uh, she was able to get it from, from you. But I, I always critique you guys. And I'm and again, this is from an outsider perspective. Um, I've never been in the ropes. I never will be, hopefully. Um, but the storytelling in that match was phenomenal. It was the, and the moves were good. Like I, I like the quick pace out the gate. That was amazing. You guys hit all your spots. It looked great. I really enjoyed it. My only complaint, I wish it went longer. It was a really good yeah. match. Um, and the storytelling essentially of you, like you're going against her, but there's like a respect there, like throughout. And then after the match, kind of like the handshake, but like the frustration on your part, like tell me a little bit of like went into that, man. I thought it was a really great story. So, yeah, I mean, just like you said, a couple months ago when we do our intergender warfare show at Warriors, you know, I was asked who I want to defend the title against. Oh, and wow. and I said, you know, Vicky's Vicky's been going hard for a while and she's and like I've never gotten a chance to get in the ring with her. And I mean, when I'm when I said that it's been, you know, close to 16 years yeah. that that was that was maybe not 16 years of wanting to kick her in the in the face yeah, but yeah 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 
she used for wrestling purposes. Yeah. Yeah. She used to come to the IWF shows as like a 13 year old, just sitting in the crowd watching. Um, and then, uh, and now she's doing, now she's doing this. So, um, but yeah, the difference between that match and this match, it honestly was at, at our anniversary show at Warriors. I presented, um, Biggie Biggs with a lifetime Warriors award. Um, and it just got me thinking, um, about, uh, and this is like kind of real and not real at this. I guess this is kind of like, you know, story plus real life kind of mixing together. That's the best stuff uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So he really got me thinking about my, uh, like my son and like, do I want, you know, how can I be a better, it, you know, person, role model, whatever, whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, so that's kind of why there was that little, that more like respect factor towards Vicky uh, and like the storyline that's going on with, with, you know, Scotty fucking up with the powder and costing yeah, the, yeah. costing him the title and stuff like that. So, so it's it's me staying exactly who I who I really am, but just doing everything in a different in a different way. So, you know, her winning was was I think the right the right move because I don't know if 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 the Warriors character of Christina needs that title. Yeah. Um, Maybe you know, maybe eventually that title needs Chris Steeler again, but and, uh, that's just, that's yeah. okay. Um, but <laughs> no, it's, I'm just I like I'm just no, kidding. I but, mean, but um, title but, doesn't make the know, person; the person makes the title, man. Yeah, actually, that's a pretty good line. I might have to leave. I might have to hold on to that for other things. There you go. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually a pretty good catchphrase. But um, but no, but um, you know, it's 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 time to build that division around that no limits division around different pe- different people um and f- and i can focus on on other on other things yeah dude that's awesome but i i love that match and again just the ending because it was like you know is there going to be that show of respect um but it was perfect because it wasn't just like handshake hug whatever it was just kind of like the handshake and then just like frustrate you know yeah, i man, thought that was I still really, lost like, yeah it, per- it was perfect <laughs> man it was perfect yeah, I, I, I love it you gotta still be pissed off that I lost. I still didn't want to lose. Yeah, yeah, no, but you're killing it, man. And you've over 20 years, you've worked so many people. I, I know a lot of them, like you mentioned earlier, are in that AEW locker room. Uh, like you said, you've had some backstage roles. I'm sure a conga line or two for good measure. Uh, who knows uh, with the Raw or SmackDown or whatever it was. Um, you know, a cup of coffee here or there. You've gotten to work with so many people in so many forms or fashions. Who would you like to work, maybe on the independent level that you haven't worked yet? Um, or maybe would want to work with more and then on that national level, because there are forbidden doors, AWs everywhere on the independence. Um, we're hearing some things with the Royal Rumble now, like for you, just hypothetically, man, because that opportunity is there. Who would you want to work with on the independence that you haven't really got to work enough with yet or for the first time? And then the national level as well. Oh, that's a crazy question. Um, I mean, I guess on the indie level, I mean, there are so there are there's so many. Yeah, still. Um, yeah. Uh, even though I've worked at, worked with them a few times, but like I still need to keep getting back in the ring with Moff. Yeah, um, wow. yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, uh, he he, I, you know, I worked him. I mean, this is a lot so long ago, but like he changed the way I I was as a babyface because he was like one of my first or se- he was like my second title defense when I won the Warriors t- the Warriors championship for the first okay. time. Um, and it's like 
an infamous match in Warriors because it was in a building that they forgot to turn the heat on. So it was like 12 degrees in there. Oh, yeah. And if you go if you go back and you watch the match, you can actually see the like the breath. You can see the steam coming off of our Those make great pictures it, though. Those come make yeah, some yeah. awesome pictures, but so those was, chops, was, uh, yeah. No, it was so bad. Yeah, he chopped me in the back, and I thought no. that he, I thought he split my back open because it was so cold. Mm. But, but I, you know, I got to work him a second time. But it was in a triple threat match with Christian York. Um, so getting getting in the ring with him again would be great. Um, and there's just there's so there's there's so many people on in the Indies that like I know we could have great matches with. Um, cause I can, I can, I can have great matches with any style because I don't do the crazy, the craziness and like at all. And, and I, I think it's, I think not doing the crazy back, like the backflips and stuff like makes me the different one now, which is great yeah. because and longevity <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes it, it just makes it, it makes it easier for me because then I get to, I can work with those people like that do all that crazy, like the high, all the high flying stuff because I'll be there for them to take it, but I'm still part of it, which is great. Which just means I don't, I can't, I don't have to do it. And honestly, the reason I don't, I don't do it is because I can't. But that's yeah, well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> so it's easy. It's easy because I can't do it. Um, but yeah, I can't even think of. I can't even honestly. I can't even think of the people on the indie scene. Um, but what's really cool is that so many people that I've been looking, like I've looked up to are are now either in impact or or aew which means that there is a chance at some point that maybe they they start taking indie bookings or 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 things like that because there's so many people i mean just in aew alone like i've always wanted to get in the ring with 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 matt hardy i've always wanted Ah. to get you know because he's somebody that i grew up watching that would be Um, a good matchup I like that. I was always, I was always a Matt fan. I, I, you know, I was, I was a Jeff fan too, but I was always a Matt fan more. I don't, I don't know why. Um, Christian, like Christian Cage, like I mean, I modeled so much of myself after him and 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 people like like that were around that his time, like when I started in two thousand two. Like, think about the guys that were there. So, like, a piece of advice that was always given to me was, you know, model yourself after the people that you're that you are like. So it was those tall lanky you know too big for the small stuff too small for the big stuff kind of guys um so like those like people like that like i mean like cardona like i would love to get in the ring with cardona Ooh, like, like that's that. like i was always a fan of his and these, he's these, everywhere just, too man that could happen yeah, yeah but, and this is just me honestly this is just me being a mark for myself like i yeah. i want i want to i want to work the people that i've never that i never thought i would have the chance or the opportunity to get to get in the ring with um and uh but yeah but i mean the, the fact that imp, like impact and AEW are so more obviously willing to let their pe- their 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 roster go out and do stuff on the indies is what's going to you know gives me the hope that i can actually get in there with these guys yeah man and you get Joey B can we make some phone calls please let's get Cardona versus Steeler Marquee right there there it is Butts and seats. Yeah. I like I'm just putting that out into the world, man. Um, I did want to mention this to you, man. I do want to talk about the Warriors versus uh, Titan feud. That's another way I got to get to know you a little bit better. But uh, I was calling that rumble. Uh, was it the Mount Olympus rumble? And Mac Monster Mac was on commentary with me. And, you know, oh, every there, time you go. So- there you go. 
Hold on, no, that, there it is. I couldn't even think. Uh, of it. Yeah, it's Mac. It's it's Mac. It's I, Mac. I, I'm always, yeah, I was supposed to. Honestly, I was actually supposed to re- wrestle him right before again, right before the pandemic hit at um, BWF in 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 the Bronx. Uh, I was actually I was supposed to work him on like an upcoming show, but then the pandemic hit. So it was like, and honestly, it was because then I'm like, cool. Now I work both Moth and Mac. Yeah, and then 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 we can, and then I can find a partner and we can team again, like team them again or something like yeah. that. He's he's one that I've never gotten the chance to get in the ring with, and I just I've I've always wanted to. That's great. You heard it. I'm definitely tagging uh, Steven This uh, that's that's amazing, Please. man. But I'll tell Please. you this, and, and if, you know, guys, come on. If you're listening to the show, we got Titan, we got Warriors. I mean, let's go. We can figure this out. This writes itself. But that being, I'm just commentary. I don't want to overstep, but I'm just saying. Uh, that being said, so I'm calling the Rumble. Um, and I love it when the wrestlers, for the most part, come on commentary with me. It's great. Uh, Mac is great on commentary. It was like an honor to just call that rumble with him and learn from him. But every time a guy would come out, you know, he would give his two cents. And when you came out, you know, it was like the, you know, those warriors scum, yada, yada, this and that. But um, then it was like there was a res- he had a I don't know if you heard it. He kind of was like. He, there was a respect there for you. Like, uh, if you go back and watch, I think it's on Mob Five TV, shameless promo. Um, but go back and watch it. There was a little bit of a, of a stealer respect there. And I think he wants to face you as well. So you already beat me uh, to the answer on this one. But what does that mean, getting that respect from the likes of a, a Steve Monster Mac? It's, aw- it's awesome because there's, there's, uh, there's people like on the indies that maybe they've never officially in the eyes of everybody else made right. it, but in the eyes of the guys in the back, they have like, it doesn't matter what, per, like if they were part of a major promotion or, or not. Um, and by major, I'm talking about like the, the top. Yeah, top. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like obviously you had like, you obviously had like ring of honor and, and, and stuff like that, which was, uh, which is obviously, obviously huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there's other people, obviously some, say the fans who won't consider certain people like stars because they, they weren't in WWE or AEW now, but in the back, it's, it's completely different. Um, people like Moth and Mac and, and, and guys like that. It's like, you have to show them the respect because they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be where they are now um, mentally or physically or any, or anything like that. If they didn't have, a keen eye or, or instinct for the business um, and to be able to teach people that want to be taught that that's a big thing too. Um, yeah. Taking it, take, taking advice and taking criticism from somebody it's in the, in, in, in this business, it's, it's, you don't get a lot. It's a very small percentage because think about how many indie wrestlers there are just in the U S right. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. Tons. So, so a small percentage actually will listen to somebody because a lot of them will come in and be like, well, why is this guy teaching me something if he's never done anything? And that's, and I tell people all the time, like I tell the students at Warriors all the time that, listen, I might be training you, but I'm not training you the Chris Dealer way. I'm just taking what was taught to me by everybody else that have, that has done stuff in the business. And I'm just re I'm just teaching it to you. So I, I try to say like I'm more of like a teacher than I am a trainer because trainers would be somebody who, okay, like somebody at the performance center or somebody like Serena or QT or somebody like that, 
they can be trainers because they've made it and they've 100% made it. Yeah. I consider, I consider myself a teacher because I'm just taking the lessons that I've learned from like a Dr. Tom Pritchard or Stevie Richards or a Serena, a QT, uh, any of those guys that I've went, even when I went to FCW for a tryout, uh, once, oh, wow. like, like, I mean, we had, we had Kidman and Dusty and, Come on. um, you know, Steve Kern and, um, Beth Phoenix came in for a day and, wow. uh, Cena, Cena came in for a day and, uh, there were so many like, and like everybody would just give you all this teaching and all this information. So that's all I'm putting back out to them. Um, is just what I've already learned. So I always try to tell people, especially when new students come in, I'm like, look, I'm going to teach you. I'm not training you. I'm teaching you because I can't call myself a trainer because I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still being taught and trained by, by the people that I talk to. Um, but there, but there's still, there's, there's that small percentage of people that, or actually it's a larger percentage of people that come in and they're just like, I'm not listening to you. You, you've never done anything. And that's just uh, the worst mindset to come. Like when I go into a locker room, I always will find people that have been doing it longer than me. And I'm like, Hey, can you watch me? I'm even 20 years in. I'm like, Hey, can you watch like at AEW? I asked Jerry Lynn to watch. Oh, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, like I tell people all the time, like you can't be afraid to ask the legends or, or the, the veterans to watch because they actually want you to ask them to watch. Like they, they, they think they find that more respectful than, than not asking them to watch. And they might tell you that they can't, yeah, they might tell yeah. you that they're, that they're going to be too busy to do it. Of course. Um, but they'll, but they most 90% of the time, they're probably gonna be like, yeah, I, I can take the, I can take the five minutes, eight yeah. minutes, 10 minutes to stop what I'm doing and watch. Cause you asked. So yeah. it, it was, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy world. No, I appreciate you saying that. Even yesterday I was at a show and I'm just doing backstage interviews and commentary. And I, I was talking to Preacher a little bit because he's been around forever, man. I just asked him, what can I do? Da, da, da. Uh, so I appreciate you saying that because I feel like now I'm doing the right thing. And pl- I mean, I genuinely wanted to know, um, but I appreciate you taking the time to say that, man. And as a trainer who's been, you know, in this business for so long and now you're you riding that proverbial wave, man. It's so good to see you. Like I said, talking to you at Warriors. About a month later, AW Dark. I'm like, my guy, man. I was so happy to see you walking in there. Um, but do you see any? It doesn't have to be someone necessarily that you're training. But do you see anyone right now, like um, these young up and comers, like uh, Marcus Mathers? Uh, I'm thinking uh, Billy Starks, um, Jade, obviously, who you know, uh, Jordan Blue on the West Coast. Like a lot of these young up and comers, rookies, sophomores in the business that really have it. Um, is there anyone that you you kind of see or that you're working with right now that you're like, oh, they got it? Yeah, there's actually a few in in Warriors because those are like honestly that those are the only ones that I can like of course really yeah. talk like talk about because those are the ones that I've seen come in from day one. Yeah, and where the and like that they they might not have you know nine out of like if you know if there's ten attributes they might have eight. Right. But those other two those other two only come only come with experience. Um, and honestly, it's like it's like. Roger Mendez, like he's got the look, he can talk, he he's his in-ring style is great. Um all he needs more is all he needs more is experience. Right. He's got everything. He's got everything else. Like I love getting like I like getting I love getting in the ring with him at, at practices and you know, I, I haven't really had the chance to rest, you know, work him on shows that much, which who knows in you know in the near future with things the way things are going, maybe I maybe I will. But um yeah, he like 
you got to have the, the look and the personality and he's got that already. Um, and it's just experience. All he's missing now is experience. Um, same thing with like, uh, with like Max, uh, Max Bain, like his, his, uh. his, like his, his character is, his character is great. Um, his in ring is good. And the same thing. It's just, it's just experience. It, it's, it's like, I mean, Dexter, like all these guys there that, that I've seen from like the, bottom i don't mean bottom but like the beginning yeah, i mean beginning, yeah, yeah. um to where they are now and it's just experience and it's just getting and it, it's it's i guess it's hard now because of the pandemic but getting them out to all these different all these different shows um i, I i'm i'm in the middle of working with uh i gotta message him again to be honest but uh ccw the uh, coastal championship wrestling yeah, yeah um out of there in florida and and tennessee um I need to work with them and try to get on some more of their shows, nice. but they want, but they want me to literally, they want me to pack a car or a van like the old days of going to these indie shows and um, pack a car with, with a bunch of guys and, or girls and, uh, and just drive down to either Tennessee or Florida and get on these shows. Cause that's how I, I that's how I got on, on their, one of their shows in, in December was because I went, did the QT seminar down there. They only had two matches booked and then they booked a bunch of guys wow. off of, off of that. And then me and, uh, me and Anthony Michael, the, uh, um, cause we're, we're a tag team at, at a lot of other places. Uh, the just us league. I think it's the best tag team. Name. That's amazing. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> But um, we teamed together and and we had a great match against two kids from uh, Dr. Tom's school in Knoxville. And it was great. Um, you know, first time there to get a reaction and get the, get, get the crowd to hate us and have a good match and have and things like that. And then to have them be like, we want you to come back. And I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, I'll pack a car too. Like, like I'll always bring people. And a lot of the a lot of them now, like, I think their mindset might be, well, if I'm not on the show, I don't want to go. But, but it's, 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 you got to just go because you know, you never know you go and you bring your gear. Yeah. You should always have your, like my gear, even though it gets cold, I leave it in my car all the time because you never, you never actually know. So that, that's my plan is to just, you know, rent a van um, or an SUV or something and split it with everybody. You know, what is it? You do a day, you do a day, a day there, a day back. So it's like 300, $400 for the van. And then, you know, you split gas and then you go on the way back. You don't make any money, but it's, it's not the point of that. It's yeah, yeah. The, exper the experience and the stories. I mean, in, in 20 years, I have so many stories from the road trips with like, you know, Falaba and, and, and Justin Carino and, and things like that. Like going to Maine uh, once a month for God knows how long. The stories that I have from there, I can't repeat any of them, but the stories <laughs> I have from there. Yeah, that and, sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 things like that. I mean, just driving to even if there it's a quick road trip. I mean, I, some of the best days and nights were when I used to wrestle for Right Coast Pro in Delaware. And we used to all meet at my house because I was in the middle. And it would be me, Bowens, uh Aaron Stride, um, uh, follow boss sometimes and uh damian gibbs and like all these guys and and we would get in the car and it would be the most rancid disgusting conversations i've ever had <laughs> oh, in my boy. life but they were the best and then afterwards we would just we would cross the 
across the border into Maryland or no Delaware, whatever is right over there. And, and it, it was the only place with a waffle house. Nice. <laughs> And just like the way we would be, it's, it was great. It was like, I'll, I'll never forget those stories. And the, a lot of the people coming, coming up in wrestling now, they don't have the chance for that right now because not a lot of them want to take the trips and stuff like that, but they, they have to, it's part of the, it's part of the journey. And it's, it's, it's the, you'll, it's stories that you'll keep with you for the rest of your life. I love that, man. Uh, That's amazing. So are you a creative pro guy? All those names that you dropped, is that where you're trained? No, so I okay. I, orig- I originally trained at in IWF. Okay, um, but now it's all at Warriors and right, right. Okay. I, I've a- I've actually spent more time training with and at Warriors. So now it's basically I train at Warriors. Okay. And like if any if anybody ever asks like where I train or where I've been trained, it's Warriors now. Yeah, yeah, um, I knew it was Warriors. Now I was just saying a lot of the names yeah. you mentioned there. I come from that other uh, school or whatever. So that's so cool. Yeah. You came up with those guys, man. That's awesome. And like you said earlier, it's cool to see everyone succeed, man. Now you're getting the opportunities, man. Uh, Like I said, ride that wave. Uh, I don't want to be cliche, man. I try very much not to, but I did. I got to ask you this one, man. You kind of mentioned it earlier, Um, but we have heard all the answers, man. We've heard some people want to travel the world. Some people will just want to open a school. Um, Some people even want to just kind of make a living on the indies. We've heard it all. What are the goals? And you can be politically correct here. You know, whoever offers me a contract, what are the goals for Chris Steeler moving forward? I mean, a contract would be great. To, uh, that would be great to make a living doing doing this. Um, yeah. Obviously, I have a little bit of time left. Um, you know, I don't know if in you know five more years if anybody's going to ever want to sign a forty-one-year-old, forty-two-year-old. But um, you know, contract would be great. But if that doesn't happen, I at least got to do it once. You know what I mean? Um, but now, like my main goal. Well, my goal before dark was to do it for a few more, like a few more years for my son to be able to watch and, and understand what's going on. Love that. Cause he's not even three yet. So like when he, he has come to a couple shows, if I'm getting beat up, he doesn't like to watch, but when I'm beating uh, up, he turns, he turns and he's going crazy. Yeah. But I wanted to, I wanted to be able to watch it and understand what's going on. But at the same time, I said that I only wanted to do it maybe for a few more years, but I'm actually, other than one nagging shoulder injury that I have to go get checked out. I I'm in the, I feel like I'm in the best shape. I look my best. I don't look like I'm 36, which is good. Um, so I feel like I'm in my best now than I was for any of my 2019, 20 years, whatever. Like, I feel like I'm at my best now. So maybe I can keep going for another 10, whatever years, but, and I don't necessarily think I'm going to look like that, you know, cause there are some, you know, there are some people that, 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 you know, they look like they're 50, they look like they're 55, yeah. like they, it's time to go, but it, I, I'll stop when I stop looking like a, like I, I'll stop when I stop looking like I belong in the ring. Once, yeah. once I no longer look like I belong, but, um, but no, I guess my mindset changed a little bit because, because I, I got that taste from dark and it's like, you know, I want to keep doing it. I want to, I want to, I want to get to these other, get to these shows. I want to get to Orlando and, and do, do those, you know, those other dark tapings and, and things like that. Like, I just want to keep going and then see what happens. And if it doesn't happen, it's okay because I just have fun with it now. And what comes comes, you know what I mean? Like, like it, I know that sounds like a cliche answer, but 
Not keeping it real. I like you it. Know. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. And I'll say this. I, I think we're going to see you on dark again. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that'll take oh. you to the next. So, and you know, it, it ha- happened, man. Like I said, we were so happy to see you there. Um, you know, you're putting in the work. You look great. Like I said, I saw this guy over the summer, one of the most handsome humans on the planet right now. So uh, the, the, we'll put that out there right now, calling it like it is right down the middle, man. But uh, I did, did want to thank you for your time, Mr. Steeler. But before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP. Uh, Mr. Steeler, tell everyone where they can find you on social media, get the merch, all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, Twitter, Instagram is all at Steeler WMOS. Um, Facebook is just Chris Steeler. Um, I have a pro wrestling tea store. Um, I'm going to start putting out a few more t-shirts on there. Um, but yeah, go buy, you know, buy my shirt, support me. I'm poor. I have a son to support. If you don't buy my right. shirts then I can't, I can't feed my son and that's on you now. Oh, um, shoot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> buy just a shirt kidding. guys. But, Come on. But yeah, but buy my shirts, please. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Mr. Stewart, thank you uh, so much for making the time, man. This was long overdue. Uh, Stay safe out there in your travels, man. Just continue success moving forward. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Have a good one. You too, man. And like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace.